Hi, I'm Dana Weeks, and I'm here today with Tom Denham, Elliott Wave International's Senior Metals Analyst and Editor of Metals Pro Service. Welcome back, Tom. Hi, Dana. So in your recent video, you discussed relative strength and the relationship between gold stocks and gold futures. Can you go into that a little bit further? And I'm wondering which one leads, stocks or futures? And it's gold stocks that tends to lead. And that's both to the upside and to the downside. So uh, when I'm in a bearish context and gold stocks are weaker than gold, then I'm getting confirmation from the normal behavior of that uh, instrument versus gold. Uh, and uh, it's not a perfect uh, relationship. There are times when both are weak, both are falling, and yet gold is falling faster than gold stocks. And that actually happens to be the way it is right now. Uh, but it is, it's a pretty consistent thing. And I like to look at it on the daily and the weekly time frame. And it, it's a little bit better about turning uh, at a top or a bottom on the daily time frame. But in the weekly time frame, it's pretty good about being consistent with the theory uh, in the middle part and the long parts of a either a rally or a decline. And how do you use that information to help you figure out what would be the most probable Elliott wave count? Well, it helps me to choose among the available wave counts. Uh, there are plenty of occasions where I can look at price action and I can see a more bullish count or a more bearish count. And when relative strength is giving me a signal that I'm changing from, say, bullish to bearish, I'm a little quicker to adopt the bearish wave count. Uh, and also, there are times when the bearish wave count may be so clear that is exactly the count that I'm choosing, but I'm not getting confirmation from relative strength. And so at that point, I'm able to alert uh, um, followers, my, my subscribers, uh, that this is not fully confirmed yet. So it's a more tentative bearish view until we get confirmation from the relative strength. And you mentioned another relative strength measure, silver versus gold. Do you look at all time frames? Well, I do look at a little bit more of the time frame with silver and gold because both of those markets trade 24 hours a day. And so I can extend into the intraday hours um, both at night and in the daytime and, and get a reading. But I'm not real excited about the value of, of those studies in the, in the very near term. Uh, they, they do work. Uh, when, I, when I look at them, uh, the, the theory uh, carries over from the weekly to the daily to the 60 minute to the 15 minute to the three minute time frame. Uh, but I'm more interested in it at, at the level of a daily chart or a weekly chart. Uh, and, and it's the same kind of relationship. Silver tends to be a leading market. So whether um, the markets are going down or up, silver tends to be the one that's moving the farthest and the fastest. Well, Tom, you've certainly got a lot going on. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for asking, Dana.